0: Okay, so this is a super fun episode. Welcome to another one of Let's unpack that. Uh, this is about unpacking me. Um, and I think that this episode is really special because uh, Jules actually reveal re- Jules actually reveals some things that she didn't know about me um, and things that she had questions on about me, so, um, super interesting for us to sort of get in this topic and scratch the surface, um, and I don't think that we complete it, so I think we'll probably come back to this at some point, but either way, super excited for you guys to listen to it. Thanks so much. Enjoy. Anxiety attack. And now we're going to move on to Pulse. Yeah. But before we move on, I don't want you to think that you telling your story is a rant. No. You know what I mean? Because it's just you sharing who you are and why you are. And I feel like that's like a fun thing to unpack. So it's not a rant. None of this is ranting. Although it can be ranting. Rant like.
1: No, no, no. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah.
0: Because I think that like we should all be comfortable with sharing
1: right talking about unpacking
0: unpacking we should be comfortable with unpacking things about us so
1: okay but but seriously while with that said we're gonna we're gonna transition we're gonna pivot
0: oh my god we're pivoting
1: and listen if i know anything about paul i don't even know if you know this about like how i feel about you we're gonna (laughs) i
0: fucking hate you okay
1: this is no 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 this is how i feel about paul Paul is extremely, like, emotional, very um, socially aware, self-aware person. Like, very. Like, one of the most self-aware people I've ever met in my life. And, like, a lot of people aren't like that, which is a very good quality. Someone just
0: died in the apartment next to us. (laughs) Someone just fell. (laughs) Someone just had a panic attack.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Paul is a very self-aware person. And there's not a lot of people like that out there. And I think I'm a very self-aware person, which is why I recognize it in you But regardless, there's – and I don't know why. I don't know why. And we're going to unpack – we're literally unpacking this as we speak because this is something I've always wanted to say to you but, like, never have.
0: Oh, my Um, God. Listeners?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, there are just things – I have a very weird, like – I'm very good at understanding people. Let's put it that way. And I I know when people are not sharing things with me about themselves that are – too personal. Like, I know when people are protecting themselves against whatever the case may be, okay? Mm-hmm. There are things about Paul that I don't know, and no matter, like, we've been friends for, I don't even know, three, three years. Three yeah. years. Or so. And there are things about Paul that I don't know. I know he's maybe, me. May, you only share with people that are, like, your die-hard friends. Like, you know that you will be going to the grave, like, with. Like, you know they will be in your, friend, in your circle for the rest of your life. I know that there are things about you that you have yet to share with me because there's a level of like trust that maybe you don't have with me, but not in like a, I don't feel like an offended way, but just like you only share with like your inner, inner, inner circle, like Jack, like your cousin that I just met earlier today, like Gab, like your best friend, Gab, like Betsy, like those are the people that know this level of depth about you. And I know that I don't know it, which is fine. I've always known this, but like, <laughs> he's laughing because he knows. I'm,
0: I don't know why I'm laughing. Yeah. No, no,
1: no. But like, not necessarily that we need to unpack it today. Because it's no, like, it's fine to it's, unpack. There's yeah. definitely something there that you haven't, there's things that you haven't told me about your personal life and about you. And I just feel it like as a person mm-hmm. that I eventually in our relationship, whether it's on a podcast or not, want to unpack. Because I, I just feel it in the bones of my bones that there are things that you have not shared with me. There are things in your personal life growing up, okay, like you grew up in a very Catholic family. You are obviously, you know, like gay. You know. G-A-Y. And I don't even know like what the always like, political correct like, term to whatever. Do it's you gay. Yeah. Gay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you grew, And I knew like whatever. There are certain things that you have not unpacked with me specifically. Don't know why, but I know that you only share it with your innermost circle people. And I call it, like, I, cr- I I am very good at cracking people. Mm. And I've yet to, like, no as crack. close as we are, I have yet to crack, quote unquote, crack you.
0: Ooh. So that's interesting.
1: And I've known it for, like, my entire friendship of knowing you.
0: I think that's interesting. Um, I have a couple things to... Because maybe we won't crack me today. We won't. But... We're I, not going
1: to crack you on the podcast because it's not you.
0: I don't know. I feel like... some. So sometimes I feel I'm cracked. Sometimes I feel that people do know all there is to know about me.
1: No. <laughs> there are things in your childhood and like in your past that I don't know about you. Yeah. And that's purposeful. Which is fine. It might
0: be purposeful, but I also remember that I have a bad memory. So sometimes... I don't bring something up because I don't know that it might be relevant. So it might be a weird form of me protecting myself.
1: Okay, but even today when we were talking to your cousin, this is before the podcast even started, there was something you said along the lines of like, you guys were unpacking the fact that you're related on your dad's side or something and you were like, oh, what if you were related on this side? Like, how would you be different or something? Like, there's something around the lines of like, your family is very traditional.
0: A little bit strict.
1: Strict and traditional. And I love we, them. Of course. Like, without, OMG. Yeah, like OMG. I love them. But in a sense, yeah. there's something there that's like, um...
0: Holding... There's holding something, something very different. I think that's not there's the right word, There's yeah. something
1: fundamentally very different. Yeah. It. Like, you love them with all your life, but there's something fundamentally between you and your family that's very different.
0: Interesting. Yes. Yeah, like, I think... So, first let me say that I've never felt closer with my family than I do right now, which is very exciting for me to say. Right. And it's not that I never felt unclose to them, but I think I always worried what they would think about me if they knew the real me. Uh-huh. And now since I've been twenty, twenty one, whenever I came out, you oh. know, like, they, you're they,
1: 27, honey.
0: No, I know I'm 27. <laughs> um, but whenever they found out who I was sexually and from like a gender perspective and who I'm interested in. I think that I felt more comfortable with them, but often I think as somebody who was one of the younger children, someone who was one of the younger boys, I I often learned to like speak up at some points and not speak up at other points. Cause sometimes you just need to let your older siblings take the reins. Okay. And sometimes, When your older siblings aren't home, you take the reins and it feels a little bit unnatural. Um, I think one thing that I've definitely alluded to you before is that I am not the same person with my family all the time than I am at work or than I am with friends. And I don't know why that is because I think that I'm still myself with my family, but I turn off with my family the little bit of like... (laughs) ratchet and disgusting that I am. Okay, <laughs> like, but you're not. No, 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 no. Just like the like the perverted side of me. Like <laughs> the extra gay side of me. I turn off around. And
1: you... No, you and, and I don't know why I said no offense. You do that at work too.
0: I do that at work, I guess. See, it's funny because I don't think You turn it off at work
1: 100%.
0: That's interesting. I didn't think that I turned it off at work.
1: Well, because when I drink with you and then when I'm at work with you, <laughs> like there's two different well yeah, present. Yeah, yeah.
0: And that's interesting because I always feel like No, but
1: you're still to yourself. Yes. It's just like an elevated version of yourself
0: or something. I I don't even know. Okay, elevated is like a word to unpack. But I often feel like I don't think it's all that different. Like I think I'm just being who I am with the people I'm with. And I understand that some things... I understand that some things are appropriate with certain people. Correct.
1: Yeah, because you couldn't... Yeah, the way you are drunk with me, like you wouldn't go around the office being like...
0: Well, yeah. Well, I mean... (laughs) Maybe, uh, so maybe I have, um, but that's for another podcast. Um, that's but you know, embarrassing, um, no, but, no,
1: no. but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but I mean, we all do that. We all yes. understand the audiences that we're in front of and tailor ourselves to an extent to that audience. We're still ourselves. It's not like we're still we're we're not ourselves. It's just like we tailor ourselves a bit to more like fit in appropriately with that audience.
0: Right. So maybe I'm just more so.
1: Yes, like hyper protective. yeah, like
0: hyper aware of that. And I think it's interesting because sometimes when I'm around my family, where I tend to feel and pride myself on that I am funny around my friends. I, I'm funny around my coworkers. Um, but I think around my family, I'm not the funny one. And so really? no. <laughs> that's
1: weird because like you are like the funny one in any group.
0: Which is ridiculous because I am so not funny in comparison to most of my siblings. So I think when sometimes people feel that I'm taking a shell of who I am... It's it's maybe not a shell, because I let people in. Like I am an open clam. But um like I I've got the pearl. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting
1: choice of words there.
0: I am floating in the Pacific. You can
1: yeah,
0: I'm opening my shell, I am the clam. But I think that with certain groups I will make certain jokes. And I think that it used to probably probably it used to be purposeful. And now it's just part of who I am. Where okay. I will make certain jokes with certain people. Um, where specifically with my fam- with my family, I find that I don't make as perverted jokes. Well,
1: yeah, because you come. No offense, but you come from. I don't know why I keep fucking saying no offense, like. Yeah, this podcast like, like, is offensive. I know, like whatever. <laughs> like you come from a Catholic fucking family, and you're gay. Yeah, like that's. It's a hot. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a paradox. Like
0: oxymoron
1: oxymoron no. paradox gay catholic my fourth grade like English teacher oh, is fucking raging right now
0: someone write in on the comments let right. us know listeners TM
1: <laughs> who are not listening <laughs> yeah
0: who have already turned the of radio off yeah
1: who, the three of you who are listening
0: oh my god my yeah, wig you like
1: stop fucking pilling with your okay Paul has this fucking beanie okay no I need back up Paul is wearing jeans socks a fucking cotton tank top a ponytail in his hair and a beanie and Paul has not stopped playing with his fucking beanie since we fucking started this podcast. <laughs> it's driving me insane, like, a little bit. Like, not really, but, like, oh, you're, wearing, okay, you're wearing a tank top. It's 69 degrees in here, and you're wearing a beanie and a tank top. Like, put on a sweatshirt or take the beanie off.
0: Okay, let me explain first why I am wearing what I am wearing. I like to wear the hat because it covers up okay. the fact that I didn't wash my hair today. But
1: do I care? Like, I don't wash my hair, like, all the time.
0: Yeah, I, in, I know. <laughs> I come
1: in greasy hair to, to work all the time. Yes,
0: I know, but I am so... And but I nice like hair. I like to show a little, the little bit, bit of, the hair. of my hair because I like the people hairline. to know that I'm not bald. But when you show a little bit of your hair, your hat slips back. So I'm constantly trying to adjust my hat.
1: Constantly? I think that's a like... Constantly is not enough <laughs> for, the, for the amount that you're adjusting your fucking hat.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fine. I will try to stop. And if my wig falls off, then it will fall off. So, to your point about my family and who I am around them, I think I am the same person and I am Paul, but I may be a Paul who is a little bit more jaded by the Catholic, conservative conservative experience. But just because I grew up Catholic, I have, I'm like, do 100% of my siblings don't practice Catholicism. So...
1: Neither does my mom. My mom grew up Catholic and
0: never... Right.
1: I don't practice it.
0: Right. So, like, I think about my parents had a very Catholic conservative influence on us, but I am slowly learning every single day how to be more Catholic. What? Wrong. What? I am slowly learning every single day how to be more myself around my Catholic conservative parents. Okay. Because my parents, although they may be Catholic conservative, are also very real, have an amazing sense of reality, understand how the world works and are willing to have dialogue with me. Sometimes we're yelling at each other, um, but sometimes we're not, you know? And and I think that that's like one thing that's become very special. So when I say that I've never been closer to my family. No, I think you that's mean That's what it. I mean. But I also
1: think that there's like a lot of shit like that happen. Like, I mean, I do not have a fucking perfect family. Like I, mm, <laughs> every time we're around each other, we argue. I mm. think that's really any family, but i have like eight text messages from my family (laughs) yeah
0: they're currently falling apart as i'm recording a podcast
1: (laughs) about them Mm -hmm. no but like yeah any family's like i mean i think my family's like a little bit weirder in the sense that we don't like have the best relationship but that's fine like
0: Mm -hmm. whatever
1: like families are family but they will the one thing about them is like they will always be around like no when nobody else is they will be
0: correct and i feel the same about mine for people who are around me all the time. So when i think about like you getting to know me better and you getting to crack me, i'm like wondering what i need to uncrack? I cuz i i have a couple friends who have said i no, excuse me. Okay, let me like back I, up. I have said i have said the same thing that you said to me to a couple friends. There's a part of me that you're hiding and i don't know what it is. Yeah,
1: no there was there still is.
0: And I, I I don't think we're going to
1: unpack it. I don't think we're going to unpack it on the podcast, but I just think that there are parts of you that you have shared with like your best friends, like Betsy and your people that were in your wedding that there is like this, and it, I don't mean it in like the sense that you only share with those people because for a specific reason, I just think that there's a certain circle that you trust more than anyone in your life, like including your family more than your family that you share like your whole soul with that you haven't shared with like the world. Like, and I think Jack is one, obviously one of those people. I think, um, Betsy is one of those people. I think the people that were in your wedding are one of those people. I don't think to be honest, I don't think your family is one of those people. Like, Mm. which is, I'm, I'm the same way. People in my family don't know like who I truly am.
0: Hmm. I don't think that we're that unique. Well,
1: I think that actually that's we what might it, be okay. That's what I think. I think that you share yeah. who you are as like a soul. Like I think you put your soul on the like, line. Like who for am pe- I
0: as the be- the cell? <laughs> yep, Wait, me. what's that? What's the <laughs> the nucleus? Who am what, I as the nucleus? Yeah. of Paul. Like who? What is and you the share cell? that with
1: a very select few people, group of people that's that you that you
0: trust. Yeah, that you have because, accepted that you trust. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always been told that like I'm a Scorpio, and the Scorpio hides themselves yes, to do. most people but I don't feel like I do that no, so no, 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 I don't you know. Do, no, okay, you I, know maybe I share 90% yes but yes. that's interesting yeah. you do I'm happy there you is said
1: like, that I, there is like but that's but okay first of all that's everyone everyone shares like what they want with certain people but to like in my mind okay I'll I'll, I'll there's somebody that I know in my life that
0: oh Listeners, she just took her hair down.
1: I'm taking my hair down. <laughs> okay, but what I'm saying is, there's Your hair is that very distracting new life, to me. That yeah. I was very, very, very close with for a long time, but under the surface, I was like, there is something that this person isn't telling me, and once I know this fact about this person, mm. then I'll be like, in his or in his or her inner circle to the point where like, I'm a trusted like, do or die person. Hmm. As soon as that person told me exactly what it was, I knew that that was the fact that I was missing. And then I knew that I was like an entrusted person. Like, okay.
0: That's really interesting.
1: Yes. Like I knew for, I was like friends with this person for a year, year and a half. And I was like, there's something this person isn't telling me. There's something in this person's life that they're ashamed of or whatever that they're not telling me. And that's fine. But once this person tells me what that is, number one, I'm going to know exactly in that moment that I'm like entrusted. And number two, I'm going to know what that is. And as, and I seriously, as soon as that person told me, I was like, aha, that was it. And ever since then, I've had a different relationship with that person on such a deeper level.
0: Wow. That's really interesting.
1: And I, that, that's how I feel about you.
0: Huh? I didn't think I was that deep but you are. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know because I, I think about... And
1: um, We're not going to unpack it on the podcast.
0: No, I, I mean, I think we might unpack it on the podcast, but maybe not this episode. So when I think about like who I am and what I've shared, like I think that a couple things about me that I I hide this part of my personality because I hate who... I, like, like H-A-T-E. It's like, oh, someone's coming in the hallway. When I think about who I am... Suspect. and what I share and no i think about who i am and what i share and what i want to give to the world and there's things i hate about who i used to be there's things that i don't like about who i once was i think that i was a person who was motivated by drama like mm-hmm. i love
1: doesn't seem like you at all
0: no and like of course i love drama but right. like i i'm not involved you're not in. motivated by it no and like i used to love to send Long dramatic texts to people, and I used to love the group chats, and I used to love like, like, not even gossiping because that's not the right way, but like that's not the right way to say it. When I think about like who I was in high school, it was like I just broke up with this girl. I need to text all twenty five of my friends that I just broke up with her, so it would just be like, bah, you know, and I would share so much, and like, so I think about like who I was in high school was just like an over-sharer, and like a, a, li, a like not a little bit, I'll own it. Like a drama queen.
1: Do you think? You, do you ever talk to the girls that you dated?
0: Uh, a couple, yeah, a couple. I've been still friends with. Um, so I I don't think as much about them because we can laugh at our history. Um, but when I think about other things that I've hidden from from people, it's it's I, I used to be a little bit of a liar. Hmm. And now. I feel like I'm so honest that sometimes it hurts people when I'm honest with them. No, I or think some, it
1: hurts you when you're, like, no. I think it hurts me
0: when I'm honest with people. no, I think
1: you have come to the point where, like, you're um, self-deprecating. Like, you tell the truth. Yeah. Like, like, you focus so much on, like, maybe we all have bad qualities, duh. Like, I'm flaky. Like, I know that about mm. myself. But, like, you're the type of person, unfortunately, that... And you need to learn how to get out of this. Like you, there's a lot of people like this, but like you focus on like a negative aspect of yourself and then you like scream it to the world.
0: Really. Right. Like, hello everyone. I'm Paul and I'm fat. <laughs> okay.
1: That, that's
0: not. <laughs> but that's, no, that's but, that's, but, all that's, all but that's, but that's a self-deprecating. Thinking... That's self-deprecating. It's right, like, but at the same it's like time... the first time you meet someone and they say, <laughs> but... and you're like, how are you? And you're like, I'm just trying to get by. And it's like, what? <laughs> Like, okay, but first
1: of all, like, we need to unpack that because, like, I don't think, like, the first thing when I see you, like, I'm not, like, you're fat.
0: No, <laughs> like, I don't think like,
1: anyone th- one would think
0: that. No, but, like, when I think, but, but, but what people say is, like, oh, I'm Paul. And then it's, like, oh, how are you doing? It's, like, honestly, I'm just, like, trying to get to the gym because I hate my body. <laughs> and it's, like, I'm sorry. I've known you for 30 seconds. And why are you? Right.
1: Unloading this on me.
0: Yeah, don't put this on me. And don't put this on yourself because you should love yourself. And so, like, I'm, I'm fully like
1: (laughs) we should get JVN on this podcast oh
0: I know so when I think about who I am and who I was in high school like I think I was a little bit of a liar and and that Hmm. is something that is hard for me to understand at the time like a liar who sought attention and I used to make up simple lies about Myself and mm-hmm. what I was doing, or who I was dating, and what we did sexually or not sexually. Really? Um, and I would tell that to people. And
1: okay, but that's like a normal thing in high school. Is it? Yeah.
0: But do you think that that's that's? Oh my
1: god! I remember the first time I gave a guy a handjob. Like the whole school knew. <laughs> Like somebody had spread it and I was like, Oh my god, my older sister knew it was like oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like, so that's like a fully known thing. Okay,
0: so it's not exactly what I was going for, but we could talk about your hand jobs if you'd like.
1: No. You don't want to fucking hear about that like... Oh my god, oh my god, no, like, I don't even know if I can, exclo- like, no, I can't do I don't something. know that I
0: want to know. <laughs> no, I can't. About your flappy, floppy <laughs> hand chops. No, was
1: sad. <laughs> I did not even know, like, what a scrotum
0: was. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There know, are, like, two parts to a penis. <laughs> there's, there's the shaft and the scrotum. Which one were you confused about? <laughs>
1: So what were you like, stroking okay.
0: the Schroedem and sucking the shafts like?
1: i full blown like, no, I can't. It's like embarrassing. Like I didn't know how to like, whatever. We'll edit this out. We'll edit this out. Okay.
0: <laughs> but when I think about when I think about who I was in high school, um, I often lied to get attention um, because I don't know. I think I just liked being the center of attention. Hmm. And here I am hosting a podcast. <laughs>
1: We're really coming full fucking circle. Yeah.
0: I'm a. We I'm are coming good. full circle. I'm good. Yeah. Like don't need to be the center of attention. Nor. Nor. Never. So, but reality is, is I often felt I liked being the center of attention. I liked being <laughs> the person who people talk to. And has got, that changed? It has. We just recorded a 53 minute podcast about you. So, bitch. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you tell that we've had mm, three A bottles bottle? of wine?
0: Oh, God. But, Ew. so I think <laughs> I think about, ooh, I know. I, I think that's one thing that, you know, it's, it's funny. I've, t- I've, I've talked about this with other friends, um, is that because I'm social, because I'm outward, because I am very embraceive.
1: Open book.
0: Open book. People think I can't keep secrets. And that is one thing that I always get so confused about Hmm. is because just because I will talk to anybody about anything doesn't mean that I'm going to spread your business.
1: Yeah. Okay. So this is how you are. It's like, you'll spread your own, like you're... Like, which is something you know you need to work on, but like you're yes. self-deprecating, and like you'll be like, "Oh, I know this about myself," or like you'll throw yourself under the bus because you don't, you'll, you want to be the first to do it before and I don't anyone want, else does, and I don't want to make but anyone else would, uncomfortable. But you no. would never throw anyone else under the bus or tell anybody else's secrets because, like, you are a very loyal person.
0: I have thrown other people under the bus, but I, I've also not realized
1: that I've done that.
0: Like, I've made people the butt of a joke. Okay, well,
1: so, like, you're not, like, helping my case.
0: <laughs> no, I know. But, like, so I've thrown I've thrown other people under the bus, but, like, okay. not not in, like, a blame. Like, oh, well, it's not my responsibility. She was the one who was supposed to do it. Like No, I've th- no, no, no. No, no like, I've thrown people under secrets. the bus by, by by throwing people into situations that they weren't ready for. Like, I have a coworker who I often make jokes about. Um, Are you talking about me? No. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I make a lot of jokes about you behind your back. No, I know so, you do. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I was like, God, I hope you don't think that. No. Um, wig. Um, so I. <laughs> <Wig>. <laughs> so when I think about like this particular coworker, I will make jokes about them to other people okay. when they're in the room. Thinking, oh. Yes, thinking that they think it's part of the fun when I didn't realize I made that coworker very uncomfortable by the fact that I was. Technically, I was teasing them. and And so that was like a big wake-up call. So I I think that part of me growing up was somebody who was self-deprecating to themselves, would tease other people, I would start drama. So I felt like I was a gossipy person. And now I'm like, now that I'm not that person, people think that just because they tell me a secret that I'm going to share it with other people. And I... I'm, like, trying to figure out how to balance that because I don't share secrets, especially so when people are, like, don't tell this person. Right. So I try to hold that, like, Like, constant. you're not
1: Sansa Stark.
0: Yeah, but she's strategic about it.
1: So you are Sansa's star.
0: Maybe. No, uh, but Sansa hides, you know. She she picks and chooses who she tells things to. And I don't do that. Especially when, when if I've told somebody something I wasn't supposed to, I will immediately right. tell the person I wasn't supposed to be saying yeah. that about. I mean, Sansa's
1: so, sort of a bitch. But that's yeah. a hole other their unpacking. But
0: I'm also, I'm team Sansa. So please what? end up on the throne. Just deal with it. By the time this episode comes out, the series is going to be over. Not true. Maybe. Um. So... When I think about unpacking me and unpacking who I am, I think there's probably more to tell and more to say. But I don't know that I know, to be candid with you, I don't know that I know what the fuck those are to say. So I think that this podcast Hmm. is going to be helpful for me to like share more and figure out what you're not intuiting about me. Because I think, of course, I'm a person who likes to prepare, a person who is perfectionist, but I don't feel that my perfectionism... And preparation for things gets in the way of me being close to people.
1: No, no, no. I don't think that at all. I just think like I don't know when people share their environmental like childhood upbringings. It's not even childhood. Like just any anything. Yeah, anything. it could be anything. Yeah. It's just like there are certain things that people don't share with others unless they like have their full blown like die hard trust.
0: Yeah. I think that's interesting. I have to think about that more, but I feel like I appreciate. I that. don't
1: think I'm like yeah, and, and now that I'm talking about like myself, like I don't think I'm one of those. There's something in my childhood that like it's like whew, I need to like tell you this. Like it just becomes a thing over time, but like right. there are certain people where I'm like hmm. it becomes a
0: behavior. Yeah, it becomes a behavior. But there are
1: certain things with certain people where I'm like, hmm, there's something to unpack there that he or she is not telling me. Where I'm like, if he or she told me like, then it would be like I would be in in their entrusted inner circle. And that's sometimes I feel like you. Yeah.
0: Huh hey, let's save this for another episode. Yeah. But I appreciate that we talked about it because I don't think that I realized that. So I'm excited. You and
1: your beanie and your tank top.
0: Me and my beanie and my tank top are just ready to be self-preserved. Unpacked. No, we're not ready to be unpacked. That's the <laughs> yeah, point yeah, of the podcast. Yeah. Right. So here we are plugging the podcast when only one of the hosts is on board. So um, I think that this has been like good and insightful for me. So thank you for bringing it up and we will talk about it more.
1: Yeah, and I think we need to wrap it up. Yeah. And we hope, what do we hope? We hope that... You I've listened.
0: Talked, <laughs> yeah, we hope you all, made it through. You fucking
1: made it through the <laughs> bullshit that we've talked about. But number two, like I think for me, like everyone in this fucking world has anxiety whether you are, again, to what I said earlier, whether you are 26 years old like us, or 27, or you're seventy. Like, that was a huge eye-opening. Like, everybody has anxiety. Let's fucking talk about the fact that this is a thing. Let's ex- let's acknowledge that everybody has this. And let's unpack our anxieties and fucking deal with them so that we can be better as people. We can be better for people. And.
0: I wouldn't say it any other way. Yeah. That's it's being better for ourselves.
1: And for others. Well, for yeah, others. for uh, for ourselves first, for others second. Yeah,
0: and I think that that's the point. So we are Jules and Paul, and we are two socially independent millennials. millennials who are looking to figure out why we behave the way we behave. And I feel like even in a boss-manager relationship, even in a friend relationship, there's still so much we don't know about each other and ourselves. So we're going to continue to figure this out. So we hope you enjoyed our first Hopefully three.
1: Hopefully we become funnier like, as the time Yeah. On.
0: Um We hope you enjoy our first three-ish episodes. Um, and we will be talking to you soon.
1: We will be unpacking in the weeks to come.
0: You so wanted to make that a tagline.
1: <laughs> we need a fucking tagline.
0: Yeah, we'll figure that out on episode four. But yeah. thank you guys for listening. Bye.